This year's donations might go to, say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. What kind of activity has turned the lake massive? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Geology Flannelcast. My name is Steve. Hey, everybody. This is Chris. Welcome. Jesse here. Hello. Nice. Thornberg? Yeah. Kind of beautiful. sound like you're forcing that. Didn't really sound genuine, Jesse. That, that was me bringing the energy. Bringing. <laughs> that was me bringing the energy. Bringing both the noise High and energy, the funk. Jesse. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's part of like, it's like if you ever look at a photograph of me trying to like smile on command, ooh, it's not good. It's not good. Oh, yeah. My kids are like that. Smile. And it's just like some toothy, like, yeah. Like, is somebody punching you in the stomach when this happened? What's going on? It's it's like the, that, I look like that um, Vietnam prisoner of war who's blinking SOS. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So, gentlemen, in honor of the uh, Olympics today, what are, what are we talking about? Actually, the Olympics ended yesterday, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did they were the closing ceremonies today? No, they were yesterday. Oh, yeah. there was yesterday. They actually, okay. yeah, the, the events ended on Saturday. Okay. I get dangerously into the Olympics. I do. I used to. I didn't for this Winter Olympics. I don't know uh, what happened. Yeah. I mean, I I'm, some of the events I got pretty into, but. It's a, the time difference makes it really tough. Yeah. So what's one of the events you really got into? Oh, the biathlon. <laughs> He's serious. He's not joking. No, no I'm setting him up. I know. <laughs> and he's pushing it aside. Swing and a miss. <laughs> uh, Chris does what's have the a story. For, what do they do for the biathlon? That's the one Is where they the ski cross country skiing skiing and shooting yeah skiing and shooting okay yeah we do have a patreon extra episode about uh cross-country skiing that chris chris shot me and jesse an article about earlier today oh that <laughs> yeah but that, that'll be for our patreons that's not for uh patreon after dark that'll yeah be uh, <laughs> anywho uh but all right so chris what, what are we talking about today <laughs> I think we we're talking about uh, couples figure skating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we no. were texting about earlier today. We're going to be talking about the geology of the curling stones they use in curling. That's Just a uh, side note: we have been working. Uh, us three flannel casters have been working on the first ever uh, triple couple, triple couple, uh, triples for um, uh, figure skating. We have a little. Uh, thing all would, planned out yeah but our routine really needs work it doesn't need work I, I would love if you held me up and spun me around <laughs> i've had the time of my life <laughs> dealing with another ice sport here curling who doesn't love curling curling yeah. is my favorite now didn't what was as uh as americans I thought I read something while I was researching this that the U.S. medaled for the first time in 2018 in curling. Yeah, Tim Schuster won the gold. Mm. Missed Uh, out this year. They came in fourth. Came in fourth. Who won? Who got the gold this year in curling? Uh, Great Britain women um, won, and on the men's, 
Ah, uh, shoot. I think it was Sweden. I'm blanking on it now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I watched a little bit of the, uh, I actually did watch a little bit of curling uh, this weekend. Watched uh, Switzerland and Sweden were the women. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Sweden won men and Great Britain won women's. And the skip for the women's Great Britain team, Team GB from Scotland. Ooh. And I was informed today by a um, friend of the podcast uh, at Temple, uh, Louise, who studies glacial geology, that most of the curlers from Great Britain are from Scotland, which will make sense here shortly. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So I, I, I watched a bunch of the matches. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah so real quick for people who don't know what curling is it's like giant shuffleboard on ice <laughs> with a lot more skill yes uh so you take these heavy granite stones that are about 38 to 44 pounds and you have to slide them down the ice and they call it curling because you know you put a slight rotation on the stone <clears throat> and then they use these brushes to brush the ice in order to get the stone to steer or curl where you want it to go. And, you know, it's like a, a bullseye shaped target. And, you know, it, it's obviously a lot more complicated than this, but I'm just trying to, you know, just in case you weren't sure, like, wait, curling, what is that? I know that sounds familiar. You'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Because honestly, Olympics, in as far as the Olympics go, curling, I feel like is one of those Olympic sports that I might actually have a shot of doing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah. I can run, but I could never be a track star. Like I could never do the long jump. I could never, you uh, were trying out for the, uh, the U S bocce ball team, right? Ooh, we did put in. Yeah. Bocce ball like I, curling. Yeah. I if, could I put in, if I put in my 10,000 hours, yeah, I could at least compete. Mm -hmm. I probably would still <laughs> lose by a lot, but yeah. <clears throat> One real quick about the, so it's ice, but, you know, just you should picture that it's, um, the ice isn't smooth. It's actually, it's actually stippled. So it's like pebbly in texture. So they, they, they freeze the sheet and then they spray water on top of it to create little droplets. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it, it's got almost a granular texture and that helps. That's part the of the, the, the sweeping. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, do they have like, um, do they stay at must, uh, how often do they spray the ice in between? Like they do it like in between rounds and stuff like that? I or? So I don't know if they do it between matches. They do it between matches, but I don't know if they do it like mid-match, you know, like mm -hmm. Zamboni or something. I don't yeah. think they do. I don't think so. <clears throat> the, yeah, it's good. They're called ends between the ends. That's yeah. each curler curls tosses the stone i don't know what they call it sliding we could come up with something for it yeah sliding but, sounds fine but like jesse Thanks. said so you have these um <clears throat> stipples sticking out and when you brush it you're actually creating friction and it's enough friction to actually melt that surface of the ice just a little bit and when you have I don't know if anybody's ever driven on ice before, but if you have a, a tiny thin film of water on top of ice, your friction coefficient drops dramatically. So it basically becomes super slippery. 
So if you want the stone to curl, say, to the left, you would brush on the left side in front of the left side of the stone as it's sliding down the ice. And then, therefore, that ice becomes a little bit more slippery and it'll curl or move towards that end. Mm. And that's how they can get it to, like, actually, like, curl. Like, you know, sometimes they throw stones that are, like, what do they call blockers? And then you can curl it around that blocker and kind of scoot it behind it. So, yeah, full, full disclosure, both Steve and I have curled before. No, yes. really? Yes. Where at? In Philly? Yeah. Well, we're no. at Philly. I wasn't were, there. You were in Delco. I did it. Yeah. Yeah, we did it separately. I was going to oh, say. Separately. Okay. Yeah, we weren't together, but oh. <clears throat> separately in two different places. Now, I've seen the, the people, the, the curlers bopping around on the ice. They're pretty good on the ice. They are. And that's, yeah. So yeah. their shoes are like bowling shoes where one is grippy and one is slippy. I was wondering that. Yeah. Okay. Watch okay. they slide on one foot. Yep. The, as a guy that's played ice hockey for many years of his uh, adolescence, uh, it's it's hard. It's pretty hard to walk on ice. You got to yeah. be got to be pretty careful. <laughs> the one other should mention that the stone is sort of curved on the bottom too. That that's part of it. I don't know. Mm. You're planning to get in there, but yeah, the bottom isn't flat. It's yes. got a it's got a curve to it. That makes sense because we're going to get into why the different parts of a curling stone. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah it's... Oh, I, mean, I, I am really happy. <clears throat> we, well, Chris really knocked it out of the park with this perfectly formatted outline. To... Oh, man, I'm telling you. Chris, I appreciate it. Steve, you're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> and this is a perfect time for us to thank our sponsor the formatting formula so formattingformula.com or youtube forward slash c forward slash formatting formula for all of your word document formatting needs um chris you know we we always have an outline but chris really knocked it out of the park with this one um there's indentations and bullets and whatnot so uh i'm impressed chris it's all those uh youtube videos you're watching about the formatting formula I'm going to put a off. table of contents in the outline for next week. Oh, <laughs> little nice. TOC action, baby. Yeah, with like hyperlinks nice. and stuff. You click on it, it'll drive you right to that point of the outline. Oh, I'm yeah. Telling you. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, we're, we're slightly tongue in cheek here, but uh, for all of your complex document formatting needs, uh, embedding figures or appendices table of contents all, all kinds of stuff like that even even customizing your header bar up at the top there the, um, the formatting formula can do all that for you or they have those youtube videos where you can teach yourself how to do it so um check them out formattingformula.com um and or just drop them a line say hey i heard about you on the geology flannel cast um <clears throat> they did get an email the other day saying that uh formatting formulas better than a herd of African elephants. Um, and they emailed me like, do you know what they're talking about? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> Cause we always <laughs> relate lengths of unit to African elephants. You need a measurement. Here. Exactly. So, uh, so for whoever sent that, so thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for, thanks for listening. And thanks for sending that. So um, again, formatting formula.com check them out. I think the new uh, standard, unit of measurement for mass we should just say how many curling stones 
with that way. I'm on board with that. Well, uh, you know, in, in Great Britain, they talk about stones, right? A stone is a unit of measure. Like how, yeah, many, yeah. how many stones do you weigh? Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what that is. I'm sure I could Google it real quick. Um, I think it's, I'm going to say it's like 40 pounds. I think so too. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, I was way off. 14 pounds. Yeah, it is 14 pounds. pounds. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was there like was 40. That classic Bush album from 1995, 16 stone. Does that have to do with uh, a weight? I, I don't know. I don't know, but that's a good album. <laughs> I did not own that album. Classic grunge album. Yeah. 90s alt rock. <laughs> um, all right. Which so back like, like uh, British Nirvana, basically. Back to these curling stones. All right. Um, so we uh, talked about the physics a little bit of, of the ice and the melting and, and just the basics of uh, tossing the stones, if you will. Let's get into the uh, nitty gritty. Like, what are they what are they made out of? So. Here's where uh, here's where things get a little controversial here. Let's oh. let's let's start off with controversy. Because Listen, uh, here at the geology flannel cast, we cover the topics that no one dares to. All right. Yeah. So here's the deal. We're going to, we might be pissing off a lot of people, but you know what? Whatever. Uh, that's just what we do here. Sometimes the truth hurts. All right. So there's two locations in the, in the world that um, you can essentially quarry the granite that's used for curling. All right. So you can't just use any, any granite. Um, that that you want there's this uh trust me i've tried jesse's tried jesse's been trying to make curling stones out of everything it is sandstone he made one out of shale at last I'm, 35 I'm seconds. A, yeah it's, it's my <laughs> alchemy I'm trying yeah. to turn everything into a curling stone <laughs> he's been messing he's, around with ultramafic rocks and that's just uh he's got selling counterfeit counterfeit curling stones on the internet <laughs> I, I rolled a 40 40 pound gold stone down and just squished <laughs> i heard you've been um you've been harvesting tombstones at the local graveyard oh, to, to... <laughs> there's just a bunch of holes cut out of them <laughs> there's, yeah there's a lot of people angry at me you're not gonna make friends doing that <laughs> So, half, of them, half of them are dead so it doesn't matter I owe yeah, the one thing about uh everybody the, the one thing that all the everybody in the graveyard has in common they're all dying to get in I owe. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna hear that one in the reviews yeah <laughs> speaking of bad jokes do you know how to keep your uh, Canadian bacon from curling in the pan take away the little brushes <laughs> Uh, 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 that is that's a, oh that's great i'm gonna use that one that is a good one <laughs> um okay so there's two locations in the world where they uh quarry this quote granite right spoiler alert for the, in the near future um and uh, it's in uh the two the two quarries are in scotland and wales and there are they call these um, what they call them what they call micro granites. I didn't write it in the outline. Have you guys see that? Yeah, term? they're called micro granites. I wasn't micro-granites, sure what that okay. meant. Explain. Well, so basically, you want 
a, a granite that is um they say it's fine grained yeah it's fine grained that's, that's not i guess we're, we're confusing definitions the geologic definition of of granite is that it's it's coarse it's, grained is yeah right it, it's not so, quite aphanitic but it's it's not yeah i guess it, it's not it's not phanitic so the the, mm. the the crystal grains are there but they're just smaller is it so that's just telling us that it's a granite <clears throat> so like felsic minerals silica rich mm-hmm. minerals that are cooling quickly or relatively quickly a little little bit quicker than like uh you know the typical granite you're used to for like a building stone memorial something like that so you're you're still talking on the on the order of millions of years of cooling right yeah um but carry on chris sorry well okay and then the other thing it needs to be free of quartz now hold the phone joan all right doesn't granite have a lot of quartz in it. It should. So I looked up, I went right into the archives here, got up, looked up my little QAPF diagram here, and <laughs> we've really, really gone deep into this topic. Uh, so in case you're just, uh, in case you don't know what a QAPF diagram is, it's basically this, uh, it's this diamond shaped diagram that has um, all the different percentages basically um of minerals that uh that make up the different igneous rocks just a real fast watered down thing there so the uh looking this up the de- uh the definition of granite um it is between 20 and 60 percent quartz so um if you say that there's no quartz there wouldn't be a granite so um, I, that's, that's the one thing I was, I was just kind of looking at there. So, yeah. And they all did say <clears throat> little to no quartz. So yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, that's like, like they're talking about a monzonite. Correct. But I, I have to, I have to think just from looking at the stones, th- there's gotta be some quartz in it. Just not a lot. Yeah. So that's where like, you know, look, just kind of doing the research and then kind of sometimes also they're not. I don't know that sometimes uh, people that work at quarries, they don't use the exact geo- uh, geologic definitions. This is, so, this is, this is venturing close into our countertop. Yeah. I was oh. just, I was just thinking <laughs> of that. The great countertop debacle of 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, even just some of the terms reading up on, on the, producer of of stones from scotland some of the terms they're using you know blue hone granite and red hone granite yeah so we can get into that but um but yeah sorry sorry i didn't mean yeah. to jump, to jump granite ca- granite counter cop episode was episode 37 may so, of 2016 uh the main thing is the reason so why do we need a why do we need a rock like this and the answer well there's a twofold answer okay and uh it's the first one's pretty simple you don't want this thing busting up when you're uh, when you're flinging these stones down the ice all right so um so number one uh let's see what i have here i mean I have because stats. just real quick because because the stones do hit each other yeah mm-hmm. 
But I think just to and make... they can hit each other pretty hard too. Sometimes yes. these people are pretty good at flinging these things down the uh, down the ice. So they have to be uh, highly elastic, meaning when they strike each other, they're not just going to fracture. They're not going to bust open. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then they also need to have, and I'm probably spoiling Chris's thing here, is they have certain thermal properties as well, as well as uh, the porosity. So mm-hmm. when you're when you're sweeping. Like I said, you're creating friction that is uh, causing the ice to melt. So then you have water. So if you get water in between some of these crystalline grains, okay, whatever. But then it's cold. It's sitting there on ice and that, that water is then going to refreeze. So if it, if it has a high porosity and that water gets into the porous spaces and then freezes, it can crack the rock and, and break the rock. So freeze though. Yeah, so you have to have a rock that's elastic, has low porosity, but also has these thermal properties that that it is going to uh, dissipate that temperature differential quickly. So I guess a, a low specific heat is is that I, I always get that backwards. High specific heat or low? I always get that one backwards. But um, yeah, so you need all of these properties in order to having good curling stone. So these, uh, the rock they're using for these curling stones has three times the impact resistance of regular granite. So, um, that's what, uh, that's what we're getting at there. Um, they should make a car out of it, like a bumper car, bumper car made out of granite. It might be a little heavy. <laughs> would be your, your kinetic energy. If you got up enough speed would be, Although, could you imagine if it's just like a freight train? Like once you get going, you can't stop. <laughs> we could you imagine if they uh, came up with some kind of bumper cars on ice, and you just made them out of these rocks? I'm not How lie. long did the first person like got seriously injured? Thirty seconds. Day, day, yeah, day one. Day one. <laughs> Ride one. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Let's let's rent some ice time and test this out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, all right. So, like you said, you don't want this granite absorbing basically any water because it's whatever's on the and so this is on the on the bottom. So, there's actually there's two pieces of rock that make up your curling stone, right? So, the bottom is called the running surface, and so you don't want that you don't want that running surface, the part that actually makes contact with the ice, to absorb water because when you do put it on the ice. Any water that is in there can freeze, and then you can start breaking up the rock. And the, and the, and the main, listen, you're not going to crack this thing in half, right? But the main thing is pitting, and that's uh, that's one of the, the main concerns. And uh, you see this with even with like countertops. Countertops over time will start to pit. I had a uh, I had an uncle who bought uh, I forget what kind of uh, countertops he had uh for his uh for his like his his um outside for his like on his um outdoor porch like his grilling area he had actual like uh like rock countertops and they uncle were War- uncle, uncle warbucks yeah <laughs> geez louise <laughs> the countertops outside. doing all right for himself carry it? on <laughs> it's all right but uh very, very pretty backyard right <laughs> 
but he was asking me like, what's going on? Why are these things cracking? And it's they're, they're pitting. And I, I, I think it's kind of freestyle to tell you the truth. Uh, just, you know, exposure to, to, to water. Oh, but, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But they, uh, once again, going back to the, the granite countertop, um, debacle, I believe they sold it to him as a granite countertop. And I took like, I looked at it for like two seconds. like, that's not granite. It's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, what? It's not great. Anyways. Well, just real quick on that. I, I again, episode 37 granite countertops, but has, have any of you ever actually seen a granite countertop? I have. Yes. Like a, a, My, that's actual granite. Yeah. My last apartment that I just, just moved really? out of just okay. last yeah, month. Some granite beautiful countertop. potassium feldspar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, we had, uh, because uh, I think I've only seen one ever that I was like, hmm, I think that actually qualifies, but they're out there. Yeah. They're, but yeah, so, they're everything that's stone is anyway. I don't want yeah. to venture. Yeah. Sorry. But all right. So two, two pieces. So, yeah. You don't want pitting on the, on the running surface because pitting is, it's going to start screwing with the gliding of the, uh, of your curling stone on the ice and, uh, you know, especially when you get to like, my goodness, the Olympic level people like whew, that'll affect your uh, that'll affect your curl right there. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. I had this. Oh. Um, uh, you ever play pool on a, on a table that wasn't completely level? How frustrating that is. No, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't dare. I've I, I probably have, but I haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you not hit the ball as hard as you can? If the, if it's not completely level, like you just the balls like are, you can see them like going towards the one side. That's uh, I guess yeah. That's that's I would have probably noticed that. What I'm trying to get at is that I'm not a very good pool player. Mm. Oh, we had I, when, I only uh, shoot billiards. But carry yeah. on. When I was in grad school, uh, the one the the one house Snooker. I lived in, Ooh. the one house I lived in had a a pool table in the bottom in the basement. Daddy I Warbucks was awesome. yet again. <laughs> Did your uncle wow. spring for this? Yeah. My uncle did not spring for this. Was it was it next to the spa or the sauna? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you live in a house without without a sauna? Like that's just uh, come on. <clears throat> that's yeah. a good point. That's you bring up a good point. It's, let's be honest. It's it's just a little too pedestrian for my take. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so we had this pool table in the basement, and I loved playing. It was it was a lot of fun. But then they did something. They moved it and. The, the bottom of pool table has a, a slab of slate in it. So the pool tables are so heavy and they did something where they, they, I don't know if they broke the slate or they shifted it around. So there was like a, a bump in the middle of the pool table, Ooh, that's a ridge. And yeah, it was you, like, usually pool tables are made of a couple pieces of slate. Yeah. They did something like where an the, eight the, foot slab of slate would, would weigh a ton. So they, yeah. they usually do it in two sections and they're like, glued almost like uh it's not quite like drywall spackle but they like spackle it so it's like a super smooth transition well, from one to the other my roommates did something they moved it and uh the two pieces of slate weren't connected to each other anymore and it was there's a ridge line in the middle it was just unplayable they broke it and was it like a ramp because that sounds awesome yeah. launch over it <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things yeah it's, yeah, like it's great when you go if the launch over it one direction but in the other direction you had you had to jump the yeah it's like a, you have to use the bridge effectively the little bridge cue 
All right, was, let's get back to curling. The table was ruined, is well, what I'm trying to of, say. It's remember in the 90s there was rock and jock, the rock and jock <laughs> pool. Like rock and jock basketball, you know. Let's let's bring it back. Talking about that's yeah. yeah, full circle. I do think I do want to get into the pitting because there should be a stone that is pitted that the players don't know because curling where one of the stones like explodes element of surprise uh. that would be like i mean that that reminds speaking of rock and jock remember like when Shaq first jumped onto the nba scene in the early 90s playing for the uh orlando magic, magic. yeah just he, shattering he'd dunk and like yeah he'd be shattering <laughs> backboards like what is going on yeah, first <laughs> remember of being a little kid like this is crazy watching you'd watch Shaq just to see him break the backboard yeah but <laughs> Lots of people broke backboards before Shaq. Just saying. No, but he was doing it like. No, I know. He started playing. It was just like because he's such a big dude and like just so much power. He tore down a whole the whole basketball net the one game. I remember that. I watched that game live. <laughs> That's how old I am. Um, but the beast. Moses Moses Malone used to break backboards a lot. But anyway, carry on. Uh, all right. So all right, we talked about the the running surface, but also so. The running surface is a separate, it's going to be a separate piece of rock. And then you have uh, the, the body of the stone is needs to be made from extremely rough granite. And that has to be able to absorb impacts. And once again, you don't want to damage granite or produce pits on the body part. The actual, this is the actual part that's going to like get like the full brunt of the collision. Uh, Cause that's going to change the, the way that the energy is absorbed by the stone. And so, like I said, once again, you get into this like Olympic level stuff. And these guys are like, you know, they know the geometry of, you know, how this thing's supposed to be bouncing around. And all of a sudden, like, it's not following the, the, you know, it's not going in the, in the correct direction. Cause you got some pits that just kind of throw everything off. Yeah. And if so, you look at the stones, you can kind of see like the, the bottom of the stone is uh, usually a darker gray. It's, it's shiny. It's very polished. The top of the stone is usually polished as well, but then you have this like, you know, band around the middle. That's a little bit rougher. It's a little bit lighter gray. And, and that's, that's the, the zone of impact, if you will. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if that gets pitted, you want to catch it as fast as possible and you can actually repair that stuff. I guess you can put some kind of epoxy in there or whatever to seal it up. Um, yeah, there is a, I mean, there's an aftermarket or there's a market for like old stones because you can refurbish them and or use it as, uh, as you were saying, as a doorstop, right? Yeah, we were, talk, we were talking before the podcast, looking up uh, currently stones about 200 bucks, 150 yeah, pounds. Well, that's, yeah, a decorative one yeah. is 200 bucks. I just looked for the real one. You could buy a sheet, which is 16. Um, from the from a Canadian stone, the main Canadian stone manufacturer for uh twelve thousand. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, six yeah, so sixteen stones for twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That's without handles. Without what? Hand, you, that, you can get custom handles with like your, the, the name of the curling club on it. And well, I guess yeah. so let's that brings us up to an excellent point. So uh let's see, I gotta go down further down. That's what I'm here for, to bring up the excellent points. Um but this 
real quick there excellent point uh we need more patreons because we we need like twelve thousand dollars <laughs> sweet you sound like you're trying to bail someone out of jail right now <laughs> <laughs> it's no, a telethon i want to start a geology final cast curling club maybe that's that so be wrong like if we'll call it like uh i don't know come up with a patreon tier where um if you the granite uh, tier the granite here if you, if you if you become a granite member uh we'll give you a customized curling stone as a gift there you go but, uh, i think it has R- rebecca sandwich in it yeah i saw that yeah. come up yeah, yeah Re- uh rebecca which i all of these you're getting into like the nitty-gritty of of these different granites and it's it is yeah. all new to me um yeah, yeah, we, we'll make a, a, a red honed granite tier and a blue honed <laughs> granite yes. tier. You want to be Scottish or you want to be Welsh? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Re- well, Rebecca is sodium rich. Oh, it's actually, huh. Yeah, so this is this, you get into the thing about like, is it really. Yeah, Rebecca Granite, because it's like a sodium-rich amphibole. So I guess it, you know, on that tertiary or that that pyramid, did that diet the QAPF, yeah, yeah. I guess a a quaternary diagram technically falls in a granite, but it's something else. Huh? You can find Rebecca in um, parts of Massachusetts. We should go quarry our own stones. I'm down. I like I said. I know Jesse. You've been experimenting for years. <laughs> I might. A lot of, you. You have the the Wissahickon schist model, correct? <laughs> it just flakes everywhere. It's glittery. It's very glittery. It's got the highest the highest concentration of muscovite in any curling stone ever made. <laughs> What if what if you had like a Galena one? <laughs> just, <laughs> there you go. It'd be pretty so, soft. You just be like, uh, it just have dents in it. <laughs> so the the one place in Scotland is. Well, le- did we say there's only two quarries in the world that? Uh, well, well, there's only two quarries in the world that are have um, produced stones for the Olympics. There are a few other quarries that'll actually make stones. Yeah, are there for, count. for curling? Yeah. Huh. Um, but there's a uh, Alisa. Uh, how do you say it? Alisa. A I L S A. Alisa Crag. Alisa Crag, um, which is an island off the coast of Scotland. Um, actually, had some interesting history. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in the uh, it's in the Firth of Clyde. Yeah, and it's an inlet on the Fir- west coast. It's about it's about eleven miles off the coast of Scotland. Yeah, and uh, so the Firth of Clyde is the channel between Ireland and Scotland. Yep, it was uh, claimed by the Scots, invaded by the Spanish. Uh, it was a haven for smugglers and hermits. Uh, I, a lighthouse I was built there in eighteen eighty three. Gotta get that um, lighthouse in there, man. So yeah. it was built in 1883. In 1886, it was automated. 
How do you have an automated lighthouse in 1886? No, That's impressive. No, it wasn't automated until 1990. What I read. Uh, this says it was. Someone lived on it until 1990. What's your definition of automated? I get. I, all right, maybe not. But anyway, it says now it's an <laughs> it's an uninhabited island. It's just yeah. like a bird sanctuary. I mean, if now. it's automated, maybe they just lit the lit the candle and walked away. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, from what I read, but you might be right. You you. Um... I'm just reading oh, an article yeah. from Forbes. So oh be, yeah, it could so, be wrong. It, from what I read, it was 1990, and it actually was converted to solar power in 2001. Um, what a solar power lighthouse, huh? It's been un- it's been uninhabited since 1990 when it went automated. But there's wow. um, th- there was two foghorns as well, but they were replaced pretty early on in in uh, 196 the 1960s, I think, but there was a gas works, well, Steve, you could, you could do this Island up from your old, uh, a, a time in your old past because they would, they would take coal and, and convert it into, into gas to, there you go. to, to make compressed air to the lighthouse. How that probably might've been the old automation, maybe like, maybe, <clears throat> yeah, well, guys, as riveting <laughs> as this lighthouse is, <laughs> And this is, I want to talk only about the lighthouse. All right. So I'm on the edge of my seat about the lighthouse here. And I'm sure all of our fans are also (laughs) wanting to know more. So jumping back into the geology. So way back in the day, there was a supercontinent called Pangea. Yes. Rumor has it. it, As Pangea was breaking up as continents tend to do after a while, because, you know, they're just finicky like that can't stay together for too long um there, lots and lots of volcanoes so there, there was a volcano where um uh, essentially above this location um and then uh the neck of the volcano essentially the the, the source of all the hot rock is what's left over. That's that's what left the island. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, it was, it's part of a pluton. Yeah. yeah, so it was below ground and then it was uplifted or the overburden was removed? Yes, the I think the overburden was, over removed. was removed. So Because the, I think what, the surrounding why, overburden is like a bunch of sandstones and sedimentary rock. So why this is important is because like like Jesse said like it this is igneous rock that's slowly cooling so it's not super slowly cooling that you're getting large crystals forming but it's still pretty slowly cooling so i guess this is why there's only a few spots on the planet where you get uh pretty nice granite like this because you know they're they're very specific conditions and you know first of all you need this the right amount of ingredients and then you need the right amount of quote unquote cooking time or cooling time for this to take place. And then these rocks now need to be somewhere near the surface where they're easily quarryable. If that's a if that's a word. If not, I just made it up quarryable. Quarryable? I'll buy it. All right. Um so uh yeah so I guess you know there could be you know if this isn't Scotland this could be somewhere like Nova Scotia or something like that. I mean, at one point we were together and then when Pangea broke up, we ripped apart. So, 
But this well, uh, the other thing he is, was this uh, close maybe to not, maybe it. not because uh, it's a it's a neogene uh, pluton. Oh yeah, and, sixty million, right? Or yeah, what? between uh, yeah. Well, we I I didn't see it, like I'm sure maybe somebody's done like age dating on it, but just the the neogene goes from sixty six to twenty three million years ago. Well, so if no one's done age dating, I see a research project Ooh. in our future. Get in the boat. But if you take Scotland. a if you take a look at the picture of this island, it is like like a almost perfect half dome. Like it's it's just it looks like a giant blob of granite just sticking up out. It's, of it. it's crazy. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's it's oh, almost like something chunk. out of like Wonder Woman, like it's like camouflaged or something. And, and you can see the the chunk like in the corner where they were like quarrying from the uh, is there from the island for this stuff? Is there so, columnar basalting that goes on too? Is there columnar basalts there and the? Uh, there might be. There might I, I saw be pictures associated with this island with columnar basalts, but uh, I, I it wasn't clear as to like it was just an article and then it showed pictures of columnar basalts and i'm like well but are they that that doesn't why would there because be because it's it's in there with um it's in there with a series of olivine dolerite dikes okay huh. i mean you see columnar basalt yeah columnar rock formation on the southwest side of the island oh here's a beautiful picture i'll send it to you no one else can see it but us <laughs> Um, or if you're a Patreon, that's right. Some of our Patreons are checking it out. Um, and that sort of makes sense. You see that with volcanic necks a lot of times because you get the, you the, know, the yes, okay, yeah, close enough to the surface and you get, say, water infiltrating or intruding into it. And so you get that sort of contractual, contractual, they sign a contract. Yeah. There's contraction that goes on during the cooling process that gives you the columnar. Mm-hmm. Shape. I was told by a few people that I have a volcanic yeah. neck. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got a pluton that I call my stomach. <laughs> um, here's some uh, some information that kind of contradicts what we were saying. Uh, another source <laughs> says, you like to start something. Another you know how we were wrong. That, uh, oh, maybe maybe. Maybe I'm misreading this, but uh, so this whole island's part of the North Atlantic Igneous Province, a widespread system of magmatic rocks formed during the initial stages of the opening of the North Atlantic. Yeah, Ocean. you when you get the like the Palisades in New York as part of the camp, which is a central yeah. Atlantic magmatic province. So but I also read like you did that this was Neogene. Yeah. So. So which is it? Which is it? We got a span of. <sighs> We got a span of roughly 120 million years here where this thing could have popped up, I think. Yeah, let's. I think you're right, Jesse. I think so, we have a research project. Yeah. So the so we're going to spend our remains of a paleogene pluton. So that's recent. It's more resistant to erosion than the surrounding. So it's the rocks that surround it are, are part of the. Um, the the camp system the igneous province but i'm yeah i'm a little confused are we going to spend 12 grand on curling stones or are we going to spend 12 grand on a research project Ooh, yeah we could spend it on the research project and go and get our own stones if we take a trip there 
I'm in. And then we'll we'll make enough to make two sets, and then we'll sell the other set to offset you know, our I'm, costs. You guys, I'm going to spend it on the curling stones. I'm, I don't want to do the research. <laughs> <projects. laughs> you guys, we're, we're going to get on a boat. Project. We're, we're going across the ocean. All right. So uh, the Elisa, Elisa Craig, is that what we're calling this thing? Yes. The Elisa sure. Craig. Um, there's two types of granite for curling, the blue hone and the Elisa uh, Craig common green. So the blue hone has the one that's what we're going to use for the, um, we call it the, the rolling surface or what was it called again? The bottom part. Yep. Uh, was it rolling? Uh, running surface, running, running surface. surface, the bottom part, the running surface that is going to be the blue hone because it does not absorb water. And the, uh, the green hone is going to be, uh, that's the one they're going to use for the, uh, the outer edges of the uh of the curling stone so it's all on that same island so there's a lot of stuff for this island in scotland but um did you guys was anyone able to come up with any information about the uh the whales Corey? i didn't see that much information at all about so yeah i got a little so it's in the as you have in the outline it's the the tray for granite quarry which is in um, Carnarvon, which is part of Wales. It's in the, uh, I'm going to murder the, this Welsh, which would make my ancestors very unhappy. Great. Um, but it's in the, 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 it's that double L that always gets me. It's like a Thuin Peninsula, which is the part sort of in Northern Wales before you get to the very North of Wales, it's the peninsula that juts out to the West. And they're actually, they're the supplier of the Canadian stones, all of the Canadian, Mm -hmm. the main supplier. And they were the stones used in the 2002 winter Olympics, which were um, 2002 was in um salt lake city oh okay so that's the the canadian company is called the the canada curling stone company which so i guess they're the they're the uh the new kids on the block they they started in 1992 and oh yeah that's very yeah because yeah, the elisa craig has been around since 1851 yeah well case K- of scotland they make the curling stones from the elisa craig um yeah it, they started doing that in 1851 and they're like that. It seems like that's like the stronghold. They've produced curling stones for the Winter Olympics since 1924 and have been the exclusive providers for the Olympics since 2006. So I guess 2002, they gave it to the Canadians and then the, the Scots took it right back. <laughs> yeah, it makes you wonder. Not in my house. Makes yeah. So 2002 Winter Olympics, they switched, but. What are you going to do? Yeah, but it seems like these are the two. These are the two. Let's talk about. So I got this section here about uh, what were we talking about? We're talking about accidents earlier in the uh, in the podcast. And I said I was going to bring it back to how it's affected, how people have gotten gotten hurt with uh, curling stones. Well, this actually isn't related to curling stones at all, but uh, I just saw this is an amazing story. Uh, talking about on the uh, the Elisa Crag, uh, 
um, in uh, this is an amazing story. <laughs> it has nothing to do with geology, but uh, in the 1890s on the Elisa Crag, uh, a young lady once fell over the cliff uh, near Craig uh, Nian. However, her Victorian-style garments caught the wind like a parachute. And so she fell off the cliff and her Victorian style garments acted like a parachute and she escaped with her life with some broken bones that soon knit back together. What? Yeah, man, <laughs> that is, that is a Victorian article. If I ever heard one, I broken bones were knit back together. All I picture is like in uh, super Mario brothers Two, princess peach. She can float yeah, around. Yeah, exactly, she jumps up exactly. and with her dress. Exactly. The next sentence is great. Uh, a visitor in a group from Strainer was not so lucky and fell to his death on his way down from the summit. Oh, Should have been wearing that uh, Victorian style dress, I guess. Um, um, yeah. But uh, all right. So the, <laughs> the curling stones, if you want to buy one, you're going to drop about 400 to $600 per stone. But uh, most people don't buy the stones. You end up joining a curling club, and the curling club owns the stones because these things are heavy. You know what? There's <laughs> what, what are you going to carry around sixteen stones with you? Like you need a pickup <laughs> truck. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I think that Bush album from the 1990s is about curling. Yes, because we keep uh, on saying sixteen stone. I yeah, could be, but uh, yeah, so. Interesting fun fact. Uh, I learned this, I don't know, two Olympics ago. Th they have the handles on top. Yeah. And th they're usually just two different colors, usually red and yellow. But there's a line in the ice as to which you have to let go of the curling stone. The hog line? The hog line. The hog line. So you, ha you have to let go of that curling stone. But uh, I want to say the last two, maybe three Olympics. So we're talking eight, 12 years ago. Um, they actually came up with electronics in the mm. handle, kind of like the foul line for bowling. Like if your foot crosses the line, like a buzzer. So there's a light in the curling stone handle that turns green when you it is saying that you let go of the curling stone before you hit the hog line. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting, like technologically, like you're just throwing rocks down ice, but now they've, you know, brought this into the 21st century. And, um, now there's no more, um, controversy, I guess. Like, did, did he let go? Did, did she let go in, in enough time? You know, now yeah. you don't have to worry about it. It's all in the, uh, electronics. It's pretty neat. I, I do like curling because curling still relies on like just players being good sports there the, you you can technically call in someone if you if you need like an outside judgment but there's no active referee it's totally you know based on your good sportsmanship in terms of if you go now they've got the system about going over the line but like when the rocks you know when they get down towards the, the bullseye, the house, the closest to the center, which is the button. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's it's sort of like horseshoes. The closest gets the points, and then if there's other ones, if they have if they have two stones that are closer than any of the other opponent stones, they get points. 
but it's all about uh, you, you sort of just eyeball it and they, they, you know, usually come to an agreement pretty easily. Yeah. Every once in a blue moon, they have to get, they have a measuring device. Yeah. It's Which like pretty a, incredible. A, yeah. It's like a big compass. They like put a pin in the center and then just kind of draw a circle around to see which one's closer. Yeah. It's got a little pressure gauge because it like skirts the side of the stone. And if it touches the mm. stone, you can see how far it touches the stone. It's pretty neat. Yeah. So uh, you guys want to know where the term hog line comes from? Yes. Yeah, man. Here we go. This is what we're all about here at the geology final cast. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see. The term hogline refer uh, references Scottish slang for weak lamb that was unlikely to survive with the rest of the herd. It's known as being hogged. Um, like hog tied. Like hogged or hogged down or uh, bogged down. Never mind. So uh, if you, I, if you yeah, if you didn't get if you didn't get it past that line, you'd be slaughtered. Mm. Uh, this term was commonly used amongst farmers in Scotland. In short, the term draws a parallel between a weak lamb and a stone that fails to cross the hog line. This is why these stones are sometimes referred to as hogged stones. Mm. Uh, as the stone was delivered too weakly to cross the hog line. Now, do you guys know an interesting story about Hog Island in the Delaware River? Uh, is that where they came up with the term hoagie? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, for all of you... Uh, Basically, everyone who doesn't live near the Philadelphia area, yeah. <laughs> uh, a submarine sandwich or a uh, what, what? What else do they yeah, call it? A sub, sub. Uh, I don't know. A grinder. A grinder. Yeah, I thought a grinder was heated, but anyway, it might be. Uh, but a submarine sandwich with what we call them here in the best part of the world uh, is called a hoagie. So anyway. Carry you on. know, in Atlanta down here, they, they call them hoagies. I was really surprised. Do they them. really? Yeah, they call them hoagies down Atta here. What are hoagie? You'll get one. Nice. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I, interesting. I didn't realize that the curling I'm not going to lie. Before we did the research on this, I didn't realize they were made up of two different stones. Yeah. I thought it was all one big rock. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm on the same page there as well. I had no idea the yeah, atoll is one, one single rock. Yeah. Um, but but it makes sense. I mean, first of all, the, the Scottish gave us curling and golf. Is that is could that be right? And kilts yeah. and bagpipes <laughs> and Loch Ness monsters and uh, Braveheart. Ooh. Braveheart. <laughs> there's there's an episode, the Loch Ness monster. Ooh. Might, yeah. Might look into that. Might get. Might go down that rabbit hole. I like it. Why are the locks so deep? Great question. Yeah, that's the the way the monsters won it. That you know, that's how they evolved. But anyway, so yeah, we we uh, you know, here's our a little Olympic homage, if you will. Uh, Chris, you have any more fun facts about uh, Victorian skirts saving people's lives or anything? Uh, no, but I think I, I should just uh, throughout the whole episode, I should have that like that classic like Olympics song in the background. Yeah, 
that's what we'll do. It'll be a very like you know inspiring music. No, I I think show. I was singing the Olympic song. I think you were singing like Chariots of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what it's like uh, dun 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 dun. Yeah, that's Chariots of Fire, not the Olympic it's, isn't song. It, don't they play that song in old school too? At some point, I think when um, probably. Vince Vaughn's doing the rings, smoking a cigarette and doing the rings. <laughs> Still holding. Anyways, um, there you go, Steve. You were wondering today, are we going to be able to fill a whole hour hour with uh, with curling? You betcha. No, no. We filled about 20 minutes with curling and 40 minutes worth of other. <laughs> but yeah. Well, listen, now that people know that you can use a Victorian style dress as a parachute and survive or fall uh, off a cliff, you know, you still need broken s- limbs that you can knit back together. Yeah, you okay? still need to knit them back together. You gotta knit. <laughs> I've had several bones knitted back together. And it's confirmed because the person that fell off the cliff without the dress perished. Yeah. Last time, last time you were on ice, didn't you break your back? Listen, we don't have to. I mean, <laughs> I've been ice skating since then. Okay. But oh, yeah, you have. So, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, old ice hockey injury. I survived. But you're right. I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Technically, I did. But your right. bones knit back together. Yeah. My bones knit back together. Yes. Yes. All right. So uh, the herniated disc still acts up a little bit, but that's a different story. Um, What? What? song or is jesse gonna bring us out to you know the only one that really comes to mind is there a they might be giants song about curling (laughs) no i wish (laughs) i I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't yeah they really let me down no for some reason the only one that sticks out in my head is a little ditty by a little band called foreigner cold as ice nice there you Uh, go there is there is a curling song by jonathan colton oh he's a comedic songwriter yeah i know i know joko yeah um there is jesse you never cease to amaze me with your your endless musical knowledge that song is now stuck in my head i wonder how many of these songs get stuck in people's heads (laughs) do people make it this far that's a good point you make it this far once we start talking about what song you're going to bring us out to people just hit stop yeah i'd like to see the numbers just so anyways everybody thank you so much for listening (laughs) if you want to help out with the podcast um we have a patreon site uh you go to patreon.com slash geology flannel cast there's uh several different tiers of sponsorship there we are greatly appreciative of all of our patreon um friends hanging out watching the podcast today with us uh so different tiers get you different perks you can have your own episode of the flannel cast if you want we will devote a topic to your liking yeah and if Um, uh, you have any questions you can email us at the geology flannel cast questions at geology flannel cast uh it is been my uh lack of duty <laughs> so i apologize but I, <laughs> I think i also said i would yeah but uh so i am i am on top of getting getting those emails answered so i'm i'm going from the most current back so i apologize if i haven't responded to you recently but 
Yeah. And, and sorry to, if you did email us, we got a, a flurry of emails recently. Yeah, man. In the, in the new year, we've gotten like so many. Yeah, there's so. been a lot. So if we didn't get back to you, we're really sorry. We're not ignoring you. We still love you. It's just, yep. we just got hammered with yep. these, <laughs> with these emails. And shout out it's to a my good problem to have, I guess it's a good problem to have, but shout out to yeah. my boy, Eunice. <laughs> so anyway, so please don't be angry at us. We just, uh, we're, tr- we're doing the best we can. There's only so much, so many of us with uh, all the emails we've been getting. So thanks a lot to everyone. Um, and uh, for sending emails and yeah, shoot us, shoot us an email or you can go to geologyflannelcast.com and uh, you can hit us up, check out the contact us uh, link on that site. Yeah. Uh, we got some merch on there. If you don't want to become a Patreon, just uh, you can, uh, we got some merch options, get some stickers. We're trying to get some stickers and take a picture of your stickers along a geology or a geology outcrop. I guess they're all geology outcrops. Uh, <laughs> give us your, give us your coolest uh, geology picture with the, the flannel cast sticker on it. We'll put it up on the Instagram accounts. Yeah. And uh, um, cool, cool pictures will earn you more stickers. I, I said it right here. There you go. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how I'm going to follow up on this, but I will. We'll try our best. We'll try yeah. our best. Uh, and then, uh, or, uh, just tell a friend, tell a friend about the podcast. That's a, it's a, you know, super awesome way of just kind of trying to get the, yeah. get the word out there. Friendly February, friendly February. Look at that. Yeah. Got a couple, got a week left in the, in the month. Just coming up with a, a title yeah. for it now. That's yeah. Good. We, um, we gotta start. We gotta start brainstorming about March madness. Uh, we're gonna go for the 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 top of the theme of March gonna be merchandise March. Okay. <laughs> no, I thought we were gonna do another mineral madness. Oh, another mineral madness. That's right. We did that last year. We tried to do it last year, right? Was it last year or the year before? Either way. I think but, we tried yeah. to do something last year that fell apart horrendously. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fell apart pretty spectacular, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't Jesse kept thinking Cole was gonna win and not, and you kept saying it's not a mineral. Exactly. It's not a tumor. You, you can't. You can't have a mineraloid win mineral madness. All right. Uh, I don't know. I'd be all if, right with it. If it doesn't win, I'm just going to use that coal to burn it all down. Jesse, you're as cold as ice. <laughs> Oh boy. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks so much, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to all of our, our Patreon friends out there, our Patreon sponsors helping out the podcast and our, our friends uh hanging out for the uh the recording of this episode today. And um that's it. We're done. Have a good one. See you guys next week. Bye. 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 Thanks for stopping by.